Hi, this is Bernie Dake. Welcome to the Salvation Army's Words of Life. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Cheryl Gillum, and I'm here with my co-host... Bernie Dake. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Bernie. Who's your valentine? I have a valentine of 29 years. Her name is Laura Dake. And who's yours? Mine is Timothy Gillum. Well, we're nearing the end of our Highlight Reel series. And throughout the series, we've been revisiting some of our favorite and most memorable interviews from the past few years. In this episode, we're sharing another interview from our marriage series. In March of 2019, we were joined by Salvation Army officers Anthony and Elizabeth Juliana. This is a powerful testimony about forgiveness. If you've been struggling in your own marriage, we pray you hear something today that gives you hope. Majors Anthony and Elizabeth Juliana, currently stationed at the Texas Divisional Headquarters in Dallas, Texas. There's no better opportunity to uh, to serve the Lord than uh, we believe in our, as our calling is in the Salvation Army. We have been married for 28 years. Actually, we met uh, in Charlottesville, Virginia, where we were both uh, working for our Christian organization. We met there. We became best friends. We were in a, in a missions ministry at the time, and I didn't want to ruin a really good friendship with romance because I didn't want there to, to, to be this breakup in this friendship. For, for the first time, I had a, a sister kind of figure in my life, a best friend that I could share uh, you know, girlfriend um, news with and struggles and those kinds of things. And she would give me counsel and advice on how to handle that relationship. And I would help her with her English and with her uh, U.S. history homework and, and those kinds of things. And so we didn't want romance to, to ruin that great friendship. I took a trip to uh, to West Africa. Uh, it was about a six or eight week trip, and and uh, while we were away, you know, we said to each other b- before I left, "Let's pray about what the next step in our relationship should be," and we'll just listen to the Lord during this time of, apart. And when we came back together after those eight weeks or so, um, we were kind of surprised as we sat down and and just prayed together and said, you know, maybe the Lord, maybe the Lord has designed this relationship for a purpose, for a reason. And um, so we, we kind of let the, we, we let the love begin to grow in, uh, between us. And um, probably about a year or so after that, we were married and uh, have been together, like she said, for 28 years. We both wanted to be active in ministry. We just didn't want to attend a church and 
sit in a pew. Sit in a pew or come twice a week and just not get involved. So, like Anthony said, meeting the Army was provided us with the perfect opportunities. Like, okay, we can be part of this. It was like coming home. As you get active, as a, as a couple, you get active in the ministry, right? And as happens so often, uh, the work of the ministry, after several years, really got to be heavy for us. We, we, we started engaging very heavily in the work of the ministry, and um, to the point where that was really the catalyst to what eventually started breaking down the relationship. Because what's, what started to take place was that the work became so involved and so critical, important, that some of the other things that we were doing in ministry and relationship became rote. It just became going through the motions. And um, before long, that really started to burn out, burn us both out, spiritually, emotionally, physically, to the point that, uh, uh, honestly, one day we just kind of, I, I looked at, at her and said, I'm not happy. I'm not happy doing what I'm doing anymore. I'm not happy with the relationship. And, and the relationship had become so part of the ministry together that it became part of the habit. You get up, you say good morning, you know, uh, kind of a thing, and it, and it became the, the motions, uh, and the relationship just became part of that. Well, then I started to see everything through those glasses, right? through those lenses. It didn't take too long for everything to start deteriorating, um, where even the good things that were taking place in, in my life, I didn't notice. And our relationship had gotten so intertwined with our ministry and our work that when I started to push that away, it pushed the relationship with it. And so we, we ended up... Um, separated for uh, about a year. We each have our own perspective on it. Uh, for Anthony, it was, I'm done. You know, I cannot do this anymore. Uh, f for me, I just couldn't believe that this was happening to us. It's like I had been blind for so long, and all of a sudden this happened, and I couldn't figure it out where it was coming from. F for me, it was devastating. Um, it took every bit of that year uh, to to really work through to to work through that hurt. What what was a a catalyst for bringing us back together was the fact that we had people in our lives that wouldn't let this destroy us. I was going to say that we were mm -hmm. very blessed that we have some dear friends that and that believed in us even when we were done with each other. <laughs> and they reminded us that we, we could not just give up. I, I cannot see how without them we would be here today. 
when I think about it, we have we had to be reminded and re-embrace our Christian belief. And that had to come first because when you had uh, no hope, when you don't even want to talk to the other person, God expects us to forgive. And that doesn't mean that everything is okay, that everything is brushed under the rug. It just means that it's, it's a step. So it began with that acceptance. Okay, Christ asked me to forgive. I'm going to forgive. As even realizing that we still had a lot of hurt and a lot of healing to work through. There were a few things that needed to happen for us. And, and um, one in particular was this realization of where am I with my personal relationship with the Lord? Uh, let me start. Let me start there again, right? Because it was in that relationship that he brought our relationship together. Then I began to to realize the gift that he had given me in in Elizabeth, and that desire to um, reengage with the Lord. And the gifts that he had given me in, in my wife and in my children um, was really the, the starting point back. A lot of times people look at forgiveness like they try to look at love. You know, love is, you know, the, the feeling of the butterflies fluttering in your stomach and, and that sort of thing. But after 10 years of marriage, the butterflies don't flutter so much, you know. And so how, where, does, where does that love come from when you start coming up on 10, 12, you know, 14, 28 years of marriage, where does that love originate and where does that come from? And, and it, it really then becomes a decision that we make to, to care for each other the way God cares for us because he brought us together in this way. Forgiveness in the same way is a choice that we make to not allow the words and actions of another person to dictate my words and actions towards them. We, we started out uh, doing some Christian counseling uh, apart, separately, um, and then ultimately uh, had an opportunity to, uh, to actually do an intensive, um, I think it was like four days of intensive group marriage therapy that was, was really kind of the, the major push back for us. You know, people are sometimes afraid to kind of air their dirty laundry out. And, you know, for me, you know, I'd be sitting down talking to a counselor and, you know, of course, this was all my mother's fault (laughs) (laughs) and that kind of a thing. But um, I learned that, no, I I need to take responsibility for this. But um, part part of that couple's counseling really was designed uh, one of the sessions that we um that we sat through together was was all about kind of cultivating our own garden and uh that was uh, that was freeing for us because what it what it gave us permission to do was work on our work on ourselves before trying to fix what we thought was totally destroyed and broken and had no hope of of ever being restored. And once we started to see that 
God would restore us individually. It it took some time to, you know, can I see what's growing in your garden? Can I, you know, that's that's pretty. I, you know, I like that. Um, you know, can can we just kind of sit under that that shade tree for a minute? We were also reminded of the covenant that we made to each other mm-hmm. and the vows that we took and that that was for a while that was a real struggle because all that we could think of was about the hurt but that was too part of that healing process looking back at okay I've made a commitment so beyond what I feel right now I'm going to have to trust God to reignite the love and over time he did that's why I think you know if God can fix us you know there is hope for other people <laughs> The Salvation Army's mission, Doing the Most Good, means helping people with material and spiritual needs. You become a part of this mission every time you give to the Salvation Army. Visit SalvationArmyUSA.org to offer your support, and we'd love to hear from you. Email us at radio at uss.salvationarmy.org. Call 1-800-229-9965 or write us at P.O. Box 29972, Atlanta, Georgia, 30359. Tell us how we can help. Share prayer requests or share your testimony. We would love to use your story on the air. You can also subscribe to our show on iTunes or your favorite podcast store, and be sure to give us a rating. Just search for The Salvation Army's Words of Life. Follow us on social media for the latest episodes, extended interviews, and more. And if you don't have a church home, we invite you to visit your local Salvation Army Worship Center. They'll be glad to see you. This is Bernie Dake inviting you to join us next time for the Salvation Army's Words of Life.